Welcome back to another episode of the Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football Podcast. Ooh. I'm your host, Dustin Lunt. Hello, everyone. I am a other host, Jake Trowbridge. How are you doing tonight, Jake? Let me answer that with a sound. Now I'm doing fantastic. Oh, now you're doing much better. <laughs> I love it. I love that sound. I'm psyched because we are running right through our divisional breakdowns. Yes. We're, now we're nearing like the home stretch. Yes, you could say we're over halfway. You could say that, and you would be correct. Because I am—that's the best part. Haven't been wrong yet. So, about that, or about, about many anything, things. about many things. Well, yeah. we'll get into that yes. later. All right. So, uh, this week we are talking about the AFC East. Just a riveting division to, to talk about, <laughs> full of fantasy goodness. We have to like mentally psych ourselves up to talk about this. Um, but you know, it's part of the process. Got to do what you got to do. Got to be fair to all divisions. Yes, and know. there's some interesting nuggets. We're not divisionists in this. here. Oh, ooh, no, word. we're inclusive. Yeah, all divisions. All divisions. I but, mean, if we have to. Well, we do. <laughs> all right, but before we get into that, of course, yeah. our beer of the week. This will help. Oh. So this week we have the Deschutes Little Squeezy Juicy Ale. Little squeezy. Um. Dustin, I spilled. I need a. I need an adult. I need a paper towel, and I need an adult. Oh, oh we're starting off like a shit show. I got it. He pointed me to the thing, and now I can clean it up. Well, while you're cleaning up, um, I will describe the beer. It's a nice golden color, uh, not very hazy. It's, it's a little hazy, but not not too bad. Um, Does it look got juicy? A nice, got a nice color to it. Nice golden color. Uh, nice dark golden yellow. I would call that a juicy hue. A juicy hue. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Now I got a lot of foam in it. I'm going through a whole process over here, man. Well, you should learn how to pour beer, son. I will take a course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good beer. What do you think? I really like this. This is a little hoppier than I thought you would want. But but it tastes really good. Maybe it because it's such a warm summer day that uh, it's kind of refreshing. You need that? You need that little kick? Yeah. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know that I'd, you know, again, sit down and drink an entire six-pack of it, but I could have a few of them. Yeah, and it's coming in at what, 5%? Yeah, right. It is. It is. Holy ah! buckwheats, look at you. Boom. It's like I can read and stuff. Wow. So, yes, uh, 5%. Yep. Uh, coming out of Bend, Oregon. Yes, it's very good. I actually really like this beer. Very tasty. We did it. We yes. found it. Yes. I think we're done. Close it up, up, people. See you next week. No? No, no. There's more? No, no, no. We still have to talk about the AFC East, unfortunately. Okay. But first, we get to talk about... Da, 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 da. Drunk trade of the week. Drunk trade, drunk trade, drunk trade. They're my favorite things. It's I, I so look forward to this love it. because I don't see this really ahead of time. Yeah. You put it on the show sheet right before we start. That's right. And it makes me fresh. so excited when I read it. It makes me so happy. You know that little gif of the uh, girl that's like, yeah, that's how I feel like every time. It's funny because that's how you look every time. So that was a very apt description. Uh, uh, this drunk trade comes from Reddit once again. Reddit. Kamotata? Kamolata? I don't know. We'll post it. Yes. (laughs) But the important part, two seasons ago, I traded Le'Veon Bell for Mike Evans and Chris Carson 
while drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade at 3 a.m. Here's what I want to point out. This train... Why was he drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade? Well, that's what I want to get to. The trade is the least important part of this for me. The trade is fine. I, I don't think. think the trade's that bad. It's really actually. fine. I know Lev Bell came off that huge season a couple seasons ago. Yeah. But um, Mike Evans has always been pretty quality. Yeah, he's been um, consistent. Two seasons ago, his stats looked just fine. Well, and obviously, Lev didn't play last year, so you got zero production out of him. True. And again, I don't know if this is redraft or dynasty. My heart always wants to say dynasty for these trades, so Absolutely. I'm going to go with that. Um, and if he's saying that he's, he's bummed about this, then... You need to show Mike Evans some more respect. That's right. Uh, Chris Carson, whatever. But the mic's hard. Yes, you should be bummed at 3 that. 3 a.m. Okay, okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. Maybe that was like the only thing left in the refrigerator oh. and just needed to get the drink on. You know, wanted to, keep to that continue party the drink yeah. on. Yeah, just wanted to keep the party going. And that was the only thing left. Man, I, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I would pour some sugar in a Miller Light and call that a shandy uh, but maybe before I'd have a Maybe there was hard. no beer, though. That's maybe. the thing. Maybe it's out of hard alcohol, yeah. no wine. I think you just go to bed then. At that point. Oh, absolutely. I think you just have to call it. I mean, nice. if you've been drinking that much and you're resorting to mics at 3 a.m., your liver needs a break. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like that's It doesn't need extra sugar. God, no. Man, anyways, camel tata, camel tota, whatever. The trade is fine. You just got to yes. rethink how you stock your fridge. That's right. That's it. Um, anyways, that was fun. And please continue sending these in. Yes, absolutely. Because, again, so much joy comes from these. So much joy. Hopefully on your end as much as on our <laughs> end. All right, let's get into uh, last year. Yes. A little recap? Yes, recap uh, records for last year, the AFC East. We had the Patriots at 11-5. and five. Surprise, surprise. The Dolphins seven and nine, Bills six and ten, and the Jets four and twelve. Just an all around helicopter crash. Yep. For a division. Yep. So we will um, start this week going worst to first in the division. <gasps> yeah. We'll start with the bottom dwellers first. Wow. Based that's on, truly worst well, to first, but Based, based on records in, in the division. Just bad. Yes. We're just going to talk bad first. Yes. And then we'll end on the high note. Yes. So, right. uh, we'll start with the Dolphins. Nope. I lied. I told you it wasn't worst to first. I know. It's just bad to eventually good. We just lump it in all the bad. It felt like the Dolphins were worse <laughs> than 7-9, and nine, let's be honest. Ah, yeah. That's <laughs> so, right. my they mind just you. wanted to go there. They and I'm not expecting them to do well this year. So I think Don't that's... give away the farm that comes at the end of the show, well, Dustin. I can't help it. Sometimes I like to give the farm away. Fine. All right. Uh, let's talk the Dolphins, Dolphins. depth chart because yes. we have to. Yes. So, quarterbacks, uh, we got Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and Josh Rosen. Yeah. Real so, duel. Yep. We don't know what's going to happen there, but they are the co-starters, I guess you could say. Sure. All right. And then for running backs, we've got Kenyon Drake, Kalen Balaj, Mark Walton, I guess, Miles mm-hmm. Gaskin, rookie. Oh, yes. That's pretty well it, yep, I guess, yep. fantasy-wise, you know. Wide receivers, Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills, Albert Wilson, Heston Williams, Jakeem Grant, yep, Bryce Butler, sure, whole bunch of Jags there basically, yep, <laughs> and then for tight ends, 
We've got uh, Mike Gusecki. Nick O'Leary maybe is a thing. Could be a thing. That's about it. I'm willing to give it a chance. All right. All right. So that's the offense there in a nutshell. Let's get into business. Yes. Regression. We're talking regression, and we're talking regression in Miami. What does that even look like? I struggled with this as well. I put down a name just so we'd have one person to talk about (laughs) maybe a little bit. Sure. Um, I put down Kenny Stills. Um, Yeah. I just... Again, you just felt like you had to. I had to put someone down. You're like, well, we have this segment. Yes. We can't let it go to waste on the like first I said, team. The, the, the team seemed like it did way worse than it actually did last year. Yeah, their defense must have been surprisingly taut. You know, I just don't see people regressing on their team. Or I don't know how no. it can get much worse, honestly. That's the thing. Unless somebody just flat out gets injured the first game and then gets sidelined right. or gets traded or cut or right. whatever. I don't... Like, Stills last year, I just... I had to look up his stat line when you posted it. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it, was it wasn't great. 37 receptions for 553 yards and six touchdowns. The touchdowns are actually yeah. like, wow. The yards go were okay, considering it was only 37 receptions. Yeah, he. I mean, I mean it's it's good. I just, I don't know. I'm expecting to regress in the touchdown category. Let's put it that way. Boom. There you go. Saved it. <laughs> Saved it. All right, um, let's, let's move yeah, on from that. Move on. I don't think there's regression yeah. to be had. Up and coming players. Who do you got, Jake? I have Albert Wilson. Oldest nice. sounding name in the league, um, but one of the flashiest players in the league. Yes. He was unfortunately injured and sidelined last mm-hmm. year. I feel like that has been a bit of a recurring theme with him. Um, but while on the field, looked great. Yes, has flashed, definitely. I looked up what his full season pace would have been had he not been injured, and it would have been 59 receptions for 894 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, always tough to predict an actual full season pace when he's only played seven games but you do you like that. what you have and i would you take definitely that. like those touchdowns i'd take all of that all day even if he had half the touchdowns based on his adp which is nothing right he's not quite free but he's way down there i mean penny penny for your thoughts penny for your wilson that's about it that's all what right you're paying. so i love it who do you have as the hop and comer i've got Kenyon drake um, what's not to like, you know, Adam Gase, who hates running backs, apparently <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, Kenyon Drake, when he actually got to touch the ball, flashed very well. He produced very well. Um, let's see if I can find him here. When Adam actually let him touch the ball, it was like a hot potato situation. Like, you was. can touch it, but only real quick. Then you it, get your hands back off it, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and it was just, he flashed. like he And he has the hands. He can catch out of the backfield. Oh, he was uh, he dominant with the catching. Uh, there was no legitimate reason why he didn't get the ball more. Vengeance. So I'm expecting <laughs> them to get him the ball more. Mm-hmm. New head coach. Just basically new whole offensive scheme. Yeah. You know, you're, hopefully you're the defense up. steps up a little bit so that, um, you know, they're not in a negative game script. So that means they can actually run the ball. 
that's what I wanted to ask you because I really wanted to put Kenyon Drake because I've been so high on Kenyon Drake this whole offseason. And then, like, this was sobering just looking at the whole team today and then looking at what they have what they did last year. Because last year they were one of the slowest teams in the league, like a number of plays run, and, and it, was, it was bad. But I love that Gore is gone. The burden of Frank Gore is out the door and his, like, 150 touches that he somehow had last year. But do you think he's game script dependent, Kenyon Drake? I don't think so. I mean, he had five receiving touchdowns last year. That's so impressive. Average nine yards a reception. I mean, he ended as the RB14 last year. So it's not like he's terrible. Not by any um, On 120 carries. Yes. Do you think he cracks 200? Do you think that's even possible? I think so. Okay. I've got him statted out. I, I got him at 190, so so close. Fair. It's just a it's a hop and a skip to 200. It here, is. So. It is. So I expect his volume to increase this year. Um, and if he keeps up the production like he's showing, I mean, he's a slam dunk for great value. Yeah, he's going. he's going really late. In terms of running backs, because running backs are just flying off of mock drafts and real draft mm-hmm. boards. So the fact that you can get him in the fourth, at the end of the fourth, pretty good deal. Absolutely. I'd take him as my second running back. Absolutely. Uh, but not your first. I mean, if you were going zero RB and you yeah. and you loaded up on wide receivers in the first three rounds, mm-hmm. it would be a terrible one to... If you got Kelsey and a couple of receivers, yeah. that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that wouldn't be a terrible, like, as your first, you know. It's going to get solid, consistent production. And you can always break away. That's right. All right. Question um, marks. What are those question marks? I will say mine. I could have just listed the whole team, but I felt like that was kind of unfair. <laughs> that is. So I zeroed in on Devontae Parker. And again, it could have been so many people. But to me, Devontae Parker is the most QB reliant receiver on the team. The difference between him starting with Fitzpatrick and him starting with Rosen seems wildly gaping. So with Fitz, I think he'll be he can be really good because Fitzpatrick loves to sling the ball into those weird situations and make guys go up and just jump for it and he he doesn't fucking care. He just wants sure. to be wild and I think that benefits a guy like Devontae Parker. Josh Rosen who was not exactly a deep ball thrower, just generally not a great <laughs> passer of the ball. Much well, last give, year. Give him a little credit. He was running for his life the entire game. Oh, true. Absolutely true. Um, putrid offensive line. Didn't give him any time. But yeah, his deep ball completion percentage was 30th in the league. I don't think Miami is a huge step up for him. It's going to, they'll give him more time, certainly, to throw the ball. But I do think that Fitz is the better fit for Parker. So really, it's just, I don't know, how many games of each quarterback are we going to get? Parker's never going to slide into the slot and get that, like, sure work Mm -hmm. from there. So it's just, I don't know. Honestly, I think it depends what they want to do. If they're truly tanking, I think they'll go with Fitz Fitz and Spurts because um, he just slings the ball around and he doesn't care. So here's my question, though. If you're Miami and you're tanking and you don't start Rosen, then you trade him for nothing. 
I you think trade that's him they, away. No, they traded for him in the offseason. Right. Uh, which they didn't pay a lot for him, you know. But if they take that quarterback after they tank, if you're tanking for Tua or whatever right. quarterback is your number one guy, mm-hmm. do do you hold on to Rosen as the backup still? Probably. I mean, okay. Fitzmagic doesn't have a whole ton of time left in the league, I'm sure. He's getting up there in age. But I think I think Rosen will start the majority of the games. I think okay. they're going to want to see what he's got. He's a top 10 drafted quarterback last year, yeah. which goes into my question mark. We'll just segue right into that nicely. That was beautiful. Well done. Um, I was so like yeah, emerging he, on a highway. He was, you know, number 10 drafted quarterback. He's only been in the league one year. He's a rookie last year. Again, Behind an offense, offensive line was terrible. The offense, period, was terrible. Um, the offensive coordinator didn't know dumb. what the hell he was doing. It's just dumb. Um, you know, so... Yes, will it take him some time to adjust to a new team, new offensive coordinator? Absolutely. But I think the Dolphins are going to want to see if he is the quarterback of their future. You know, because they still have him on the rookie contract for another two, three years now, plus the fifth-year option. And if they find out they have the quarterback they need, then they can draft for other positions. Which they also need. Which they also need. Drastically. You know, so... um, I think he's going to get the majority of the starts. Maybe not the first couple weeks. I suppose it depends how camp plays out here, but um, I do expect him to play quite a bit throughout the season. Fair. I can dig. All right. Moving on. Moving on to the Bills. To the Buffaloes. All right. So, as my webpage reloads here, thank you very much. We've got (laughs) the quarterbacks. Josh Allen, rookie. Yep. Last season. Yep. And then Matt Barkley that we don't really care about. Running backs, we've got a whole hodgepodge of players here. We've got LaShawn McCoy, uh, Devin Singletary, TJ Yeldon, Frank Gore. Uh, exactly. Uh, Wide receivers, again, just kind of a hodgepodge. We've got Cole Beasley, John Brown, Robert Foster, Zay Jones. Mm-hmm. Andre Roberts. He's still hanging around, huh? He is. Good for him. And then tight ends, we've got Tyler Croft, Dawson Knox. That's really about it. Yeah. At a stretch. Yes. So, who is your regression candidate? Well, uh, what are you doing with the running backs, you mm-hmm. guys? What, what's happening? Why... Why did Buffalo become the destination spot for all the old-ass running backs? I don't know how that happened. I don't know if they, like, formed, uh, like, a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And then they just decided, well, well, let's meet up in Buffalo, you guys. And then Frank Gore was like, cool, see you there. <laughs> uh, I don't like anything that's happening there. LaShawn McCoy was already bad, let's say. It, comparison yes. to what... Uh, what he was. Yeah, what Shady used to be, wasn't it? Last year. Um, I just want to read you both Shady's and Gore's stats from last year. So, Frank Gore had 156 carries for 722 yards, which is not bad at all. It's really not. Now, goose egg for touchdowns. Nada. Didn't get a single one. And he's not a receiver. Shady had 161 attempts. Granted, he was injured off and on for the year. 514 yards, three touchdowns, 34 receptions for 238 yards. It's it's not even like it's awful. 
Again, considering that he didn't start all the games. But it's just, that's not going to do it. And you're 32, he's 32 years old now. Just move out of the way. Let the youth shine through. I don't know how Buffalo looks at that backfield and says, yeah, I want those two guys leading the way. You spent draft capital on Devin Singletary. You brought over TJ Yeldon, who to me looked really good in Jacksonville last year. Mm -hmm. You have two, what I would determine, quality or solid starting options that are young. Just if you think you have a chance this year, let them ride. But I don't think they will. But I do think, honestly, at some point, all of these guys could take turns being lead back throughout the year. So nobody's going to be a year-long starter and year-long viable for your your team. I just don't see it. All right. Regression. Who is your Mr. Regression? Mine is, and again, it's kind of feels gross to say it because it's you don't want to say it all. well they were just so bad it's like mm-hmm. how who regresses on the team so you had to go to an outside hire I, I see what you did yes so my regression candidate is Cole Beasley the Beasles yeah <laughs> you know he had over his time in Dallas semi-productive years um, you know yeah. wasn't ever some great fantasy stud for real football, though. For, but for real football, has his place, was very reliable. Uh, you know, he doesn't go the outside of the field. He's a slot guy, plays more in the middle. That is not necessarily Josh Allen's game. <laughs> he likes to throw the football over the mountains every time. That's right. He does And his it. accuracy is not great. So with those two things combined, <laughs> I just don't see Cole Beasley um, having any sort of fantasy relevance this year. Maybe pick him up in one of your last couple rounds as a late round flyer. Hold on to him for a couple weeks, see if he hits or not. But other than that, I mean, he may have a game or two where, you know, he gets maybe a couple short yardage touchdowns or something. But overall, I just don't see a whole lot of production out of him. So he's definitely going to regress compared to previous seasons. Well, last year, he was kind of like the fake number one in Dallas for a while, so Mm -hmm. you got some actual decent games out of him at the beginning of the year, and then Amari came over, and that put the kibosh on that. Do you think Josh Allen didn't throw to the middle of the field last year because he didn't have an actual slot receiver, or do you just think that's like not what he does? I I can't decide. I just don't think that's what he is. He's the long ball guy. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about him then. I have him as my up-and-coming player, Josh Allen. And I think it's only because he has to get better as a passer. He just has to. There's It's the Lamar Jackson conundrum, right? You cannot continue being that awful um, in terms of your overall accuracy, your overall decision-making, and still uh, remain the starter after a certain point. Um Granted, Josh Allen always has a good, solid rushing floor. And I don't care what people say about, they'll eventually stack the box on him. They were doing that last year. If you saw that happen all the time last year, it was broken plays a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. There were some designed runs in there. He's, He's going to be just fine with his legs, and that will curb any issues that he has with his arm. 
I like that Cole Beasley's there because maybe he can make that work. And I love that John Brown's there because John Brown did really well with Joe Flacco last year as the deep option. So toss him in there. If he can actually get some semblance of a running game that's there and healthy, again, between like the four guys there, that should be all right. I, I think he has enough weapons to make him hopefully progress a bit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. Why don't you talk about your up-and-comer? All right. My up-and-coming player is Dawson Knox. I am in love with this guy. Yeah. Tyler Croft, already injured. <laughs> um, so It's written into his contract, actually, if I you think, read it. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but he you know, suffered a broken foot. He's basically out until looks like the beginning of the season, soonest he could return. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, Dawson's getting all these reps right now, working with the first team, which is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also heard that he was having late night phone conversations with the other Dawson from Dawson's Creek, which ooh. is James Vanderbeek, who was a quality uh, a football player in yes. Varsity Blues. So it all he connects. Was. It, it all does. Comes back. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. So, um, <laughs> just to derail your train of thought, that's great. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, you know, he his stats, you know, coming out of Ole Miss weren't, you know, Dazzling, you know, he had 15 receptions for 284 yards, 18.9 yards of reception, which is good. But he also had a couple players called AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Mm. and Demarcus Lodge. So obviously, there were, yeah, there was quality around him, so he didn't get a chance to flourish. I think this is going to be his chance here. He's going to step into the limelight. He's going to take it. And you it's take going to be it, Dawson. Amazing. You take it. Fuck so, Pacey. It's yours, right. Dawson. That's right. I'm I'm not even ashamed that I can embellish on that reference. Oh, I no. Just, I, I was right there with you. Yes. Pacey for life. All right. Um, let's get into some more question marks besides just our entire thought yes. process at this point. Um, I love that both of us... <laughs> Have entire skill position groups listed as our question mark for this team. I think it's fair. <laughs> oh, I think it's totally fair. I just think, yeah, what a better description of this goddamn team than no, I don't know. What is it? I don't know. No, we don't know. know. All right. Do you want to talk about yours? So I have the running backs. Yeah. Um, you kind of alluded to it. They've yeah. got the oldest running back room in the NFL right now. Just in and the world. <laughs> yes, it's awful. Huh? You know, they spent a fairly high round draft pick on the rookie. They brought in TJ Yeldon in the offseason, um, who has flashed uh, when he's had his chances. So it's one of those things. What the hell are they doing there? <laughs> Who's going to emerge as the lead back? Or is it truly going to be like a four-headed committee where it's just... You get one series. You get one series. Everybody gets a series. <laughs> I hope each of them starts four games out of the season. That's what I hope. Perfect. Just a full round robin rotation. Yes. Nothing would make me happier, honestly, because uh. I'm staying so far away from them um, in draft. I won't have them in redraft. I just won't. I won't take any of them, even no. though they all have really low ADP. It's just not worth it to me. Unless it comes out maybe, you know, come preseason here, mm-hmm. you know, someone looks like they're going to kind of take on that lead role, then I would, you know, invest a late, later round pick on them. Okay. Because at that say, point, it's just yeah. dart throws anyway, so who cares? Let's say hypothetically, word comes out from camp 
All the coach speak goes towards Frank Gore. They say, Frank Gore is our guy. We're going to ride yes. Frank Gore into the yes. sunset. Absolutely. Do you take him in round, let's say, 11? Sure. You pick him up? Yeah. You ride not? the wheels off Frank? Yeah. Okay. I mean... Tank it with Frank. I don't know who the other running backs are in that range, but I'm sure... As, as Let me just starter, pull one up. As, as someone that's going to be the lead back... Adrian Peterson is in that round right now. Okay. Would you rather have AP or him? Toss up. Buck. I know. You're just going to let the okay, coin if, fall. If, if I know Frank Gore is the starter, I'll yes. take Frank Gore. You take him over AP? Yes. Alexander Madison as a backup. No. To, nope. Okay. No. Peyton Barber. Say Peyton Barber gets the same talk coming out. They go, yeah, we're going to do it. It's Peyton Barber time, you guys. Uh, if, if he was going to be pegged as the starter, yes, I would take him. Okay. Peyton Barber. All right. Because he actually had a halfway decent season last year. Perfect. And what about you with the wide receivers? It <laughs> it's all wide receivers. I don't know. We, I mean, we kind of talked about with with the Beasles, but I, what does anybody do on this team? They're all the same guy. Mm-hmm. As far as I can see, they're literally all the same guy. You have John Brown, who is the new deep threat. You have Robert Foster, who is the kind of coming on deep threat at the end. You have Zay Jones, who was the deep threat to start. They just all they do, they're going to line up. They're going to snap the ball, and everybody's just going to sprint downfield. Oh, it's my favorite play in Madden. Where they all run the nine. Just <laughs> My thought was, you have the right quarterback for it. Absolutely. That's all he wants to do is throw the ball deep. And so maybe they literally just thought, like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just, let's just everybody have yeah. fucking running nine routes. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't, it. I don't know. I don't know either. But anyways. All right. Next, we will talk about the New York Jets. Their roster. Um, thank you, ESPN, for reloading so slowly. Don't blame ESPN. Don't I will. put this on them. All right. So, quarterbacks, we've got Sam Darnold. That's really all we care about there. Yep. Running backs, we've got Le'Veon Bell coming Ooh. back after his one-year hiatus. Um, Elijah McGuire, Ty Montgomery, Blau Powell. Blau. Wide receivers, Robbie Anderson. Jamison Crowder, Quincy Anunua, Josh Bellamy. Sure. That's about <laughs> give it. him a shot. Greg Dortch, rookie. Oh, okay. Uh, that's pretty much it. Deonta Thompson, he's a thing. Maybe. You, ju- you just have to stop, I think, I at know. this point. <laughs> I can't help myself. And then for tight ends, we've got uh, Chris Herndon. That's basically it there for uh, tight ends. Yep, yep, so yep. there's our roster. Hey. All right, so regression candidates. I'll let you take this because I have a bunch of question marks because, again, their team wasn't very good. It's a Miami and situation. And uh, I just don't know who to pick. What do you, who's going who's gonna to go backwards? Yes. Well, I went with an outside hire for this one as well. To me, there's only one answer, and it's Le'Veon Bell. So Lev Bell... Obviously not going to regress from what he did last year. I was going to bring up that point. How do you regress <laughs> from zero stat line? Look, all right, maybe this is some liberties taken with the context <laughs> of this category. But I decided, crazy as it is, to go back to when he last played football. All right, fair enough. So I'm reverting all the way back to 2017 when he had 321 rushing attempts for almost 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns. 106 targets on 85 receptions, 655 receiving yards, and two extra receiving touchdowns. Pretty he's good. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 He's fine. Pretty okay. 
you'd be happy with that. I'd be satisfied in your lineup if you had to. If I had to, take yes. Gun to your head. Well, I don't think it's a hot take to say that's probably not going to be a stat line this year. Most likely not. First, there's the gaze effect. Yes. Right? He notoriously hates, hates running backs. He hates running backs. Not to mention running backs that he didn't want on his team right. in the first place. And which he thinks are overpaid to be up here on top. <laughs> so, it's bad. Now, if you look back through Adam Gaze's coaching history, even including his brief tenure as the OC in Chicago, he has never had a running back not to more than 260 carries. That running back was Jay Ajayi in 2016. He's also never had a running back targeted more than 73 times. That was Kenyon Drake just this last year. And that was by default, basically, when Albert Wilson hit the skids. So, I want to do some fast math. Okay? Okay. Can you hang with me for fast math? Maybe. We can take as many breaks as you need. Okay. All right. We, if we look at Le'Veon Bell's career averages, okay, which is 4.3 yards per carry, a 78% catch uh, completion, excuse me, catch percentage, and an 8.5 yards per reception. You with me so far? Yes. Great. Now we're gonna look, we're gonna give him the highs for any running back under Adam Gaze. We're gonna give him 260 attempts rushing. We're actually gonna boost him up to 80 targets. If you apply his career averages, he ends up with just over 1,100 rushing yards, 63 receptions for 535 yards. He's never, ever, ever, ever had double-digit touchdowns in his career. He's not a heavy touchdown guy. That's not his thing. Now, you're putting him behind a garbage O-line. I was just looking at that. It's so, bad. So, last year, the Jets were ranked offensively, or their offensive line, 25th overall. Yeah. What was the Steelers last year? I don't know. Number one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, going into two totally different situations. There's a bit of a difference. Yes. If you look at it closely, you really have to search for it, but there's a bit of a difference there. I mean, when you're getting holes just blown open for you, it's uh-huh. easy to just run wild. That's what he said. Um, also, the numbers that I listed, that's his ceiling in this offense. That's the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I personally don't have him getting that. So it's not going to be the Le'Veon Bell of old. It's not going to be probably terrible. I think he'll have enough volume to just, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, but he won't be number one running back, Lev Bell. Do you think he's an RB1? I think he could be. I don't want to take him as my RB1 because I'm a little worried. Same. I'm I'm in the same boat. Because of his ADP, you have to take him in the first Mm -hmm. round, basically. Um, If I'm lucky enough to draft top running back and then he somehow falls then cool i would love to have him as my second but not as my first all right we'll move on up and coming players yeah i'll lead off here please i've got sam darnold what's not to like about the whole situation there um they looks like they finally have their franchise quarterback since broadway joe (laughs) way back in the day wow i know time capsule i know so you know rookie last year obviously had some bumps and bruises along the way um but they're 
trying to improve their O line. That's <laughs> how tentative you were. They're trying. You know, Chris Herndon, he flashed last year. I think people are expecting him to take a step up. You know, for what it's worth, they brought in Jamison Crowder. Sure. Could he help? Possibly. He could. He could. He's a good, real football player. Yes. Yes. You know, Quincy Nunwa, Robbie Anderson. Well, Quincy was hurt last year. Yep, exactly. So, you know, he was out for a good chunk of the season. You know, Robbie is expected to take another step forward. You know, and you have on Bell, Bell, which helps. Exactly. Real uh, football, definitely. Yes. So I expect him to take another step forward. You know, I'm not projecting a QB1 for this season by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, good. But I think he will take that next step forward, you know, and, and become probably better for real football than for fantasy, but he will take that next step. Fair. I dig it. What um, do you got? My next step is not a step. It is a leap. It is a giant leap over the caverns. This is your canyons. boy. Um, this is my boy. You've been, Robbie you've been, Anderson. You've been stomping him all oh, offseason here. Oh, I'm trying to get this hype. I have to push this hype train physically with my with my brawn, with my lack of brawn that I have. Thank Robbie, you for clarifying yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I know people can't see me, so I needed to make sure that they understood. Robbie Anderson, I'm just going to say it again. I've said it before. But he was the wide receiver, too, in your fantasy playoffs. That's not nothing. Now, I know that I've been hard on Derrick Henry for the same same kind of quantifying. Quantification? That's a word. But over the last five weeks, he was the wide receiver 10. Small sample sizes, I get it. But here's something nifty. If you remove all of the Josh McCown games and only focus on his time with Sam Darnold, his season pace was 109 targets, 58 receptions, almost 900 yards, and seven touchdowns. That last year would have made him wide receiver 25. That's not bad. That's certainly very usable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this year, with the addition of Love Bell to take some coverage away from mm-hmm. him, with Darnold having another year in the system, getting a little more comfortable, I've said it before, and I could see... Robbie Anderson cracking the top 15 for wide receivers. Still believe that this year. I say it's not out of the question. I think a lot of things have to go right, but it's definitely not out of the realm of possibilities. Thank you for conceding that very small point. I I, I don't even even call it a hot take. Like, I don't even think it's that hot of a take. I think think there's a reasonable chance that that could happen. All right. I like it. All right. Question marks. Why don't you start? Hi, Will. Um... Chris Herndon, I I don't have a great rational argument for this even. It's just he, he might be suspended to start the year. Yeah, That's always tricky. Games. It's always tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how he fits in the scheme. It's hard to look at what Adam Gaze does for many of the receiving options because it's not like, I don't know, it's not like he is the main guy feeding a specific receiver it's right. just who's there mm-hmm. so I don't know I don't know what the scheme is going to look like for him I think he's talented but I don't think he's like obvious grunkin talent mm-hmm. so there's a lot of guys there will he be a guy that you can start every week yeah I would say no but I could be proven wrong yeah I think that's fair what's uh, your question my question mark is Lev Bell you know he hasn't he hasn't played football in, in over a year now. Fresh legs. He could have fresh legs, <laughs> but 
you know, I just, I just don't know. Again, a lot of things, you know, that we talked about, you know, as your regression candidate hold true here, bad offensive line, just a, a, a worse offense period, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when you compare all the, um, you know, fantasy positions, it's, it's definitely a downgrade across the board. Wait, are you saying that Robbie Anderson is not Antonio Brown? I'm confused. I am saying he's <laughs> not even Juju. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. So I just I just don't know how it's all going to turn out. Because like I said, he could come out rusty, hasn't played for a while, you know, hasn't played any real football for quite a long time, new offensive scheme. I bet he's been dominating in Madden during his off time. I hope so. He better have. He can bring some of that knowledge yeah. with him to the Jets. So that'll make up for it. Yeah. So that's why I have him as a question mark. I just, just, I, I'm worried about him missing so much time. Totally fair. All right. And then last but not least, the New England Patriots. Yeah. So we've got the forever young Tom Brady as quarterback. Um, just of note, they drafted a quarterback. I think it was in the fourth round <gasps> this year, third or fourth round. He's the Jared manager. Stidham. So, you know, just keep an eye on that. And Brian Hoyer's on the team for whatever that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and then for running backs, we've got uh, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle. You led with Rex Burkhead. He's the first on the list. Mike, okay. Right. Um, you listen, and it's Sexy Rexy. Come on. Sure. How can you not lead with him? Yeah. Then we got Damian Harris, James White, wide receivers, Edelman, Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Dontrell Illman, Inman, um, Philip Dorsett, Braxton Berrios, Josh Gordon, maybe. Maybe, play. possibly. Um, Demarius Thomas. Oh, fuck, yeah. A lot of guys on the team. Ugh. And then tight ends. Ben Watson, Matt Lacoste. No Gronk. No Gronk. Probably leave it at that. That's And that's e. about it. Yeah, Fuck. so there's your roster for the Patriots. It's brutal. It's brutal. So, you want to lead us off here? Regression? Yeah, I would, I would love to. Consider this your PSA to anybody listening to this. The tight end group will regress... And it will regress so hard this year. Anybody who drafts a tight end from New England with any sort of high draft capital this year, you need to look yourself in the mirror and you need to repeat these words over and over to yourself. Stop expecting every Patriots tight end to be Gronk. It doesn't work that way. This is true. The history of non-Gronks in New England, not good. Really, really not good. Um, It's because Bill Belichick doesn't scheme for tight ends. He schemes for his best players. His best player happened to be a tight end with Gronk. You noticed it every time that Gronk missed time and somebody was brought in to be his pseudo-replacement and it was always terrible. The closest that ever got there was Martellus Bennett, and that wasn't even a great season. It was just the most usable of Mm -hmm. all the tight ends that have stepped in. So look elsewhere for your tight end needs. It's just, it's going to be bad. Yes, I agree. My regression candidate is James White. 
Boo. I know, former Badger. He's very close to my heart. Badger pride. But he's going to regress this year. If you think he's going to finish as the number seven running back again this year, you got another thing coming. You're sorely mistaken. And you can draft him. You can take him. Yeah. I won't touch him unless he falls very late this year. Yeah. Okay. Here's why he's going to regress. Okay. He had 12 total touchdowns last year. A lot of touchdowns. Kind of. Kind of? Yeah. It's kind of a lot. Yes. Uh, He had five on the ground. I don't think he's going to get five rushing touchdowns this year. Okay. You know, with... um, Sony PlayStation there? We got Sony, and then um, drawing a blank with the rookie... Damien. Thank you. Damien. He will. Uh, Rex Burkhead was uh, injured for a good chunk of the Stop season. Stop bringing up Rex Burkhead. I, I won't can't help it. it. Can't <laughs> help it. He's still a thing. Gross. So I think, you know, last year kind of worked out well for James White, where there was a lot of injuries to the running back group, and he was by default the guy. So I don't think that's going to happen again this year. We saw what happened in the playoffs last year with Sony, how he kind of took over that backfield, mm-hmm. became the monster they were hoping he would be when they drafted him. So, yes, he's he's not going to be anywhere near the top 10 this year unless something like last season were to happen where there was a bunch of injuries and he was just kind of the guy by default. You mean like hypothetically if their starting running back just doesn't have knees anymore? True. Okay. Very true. Just checking. Yep. Just checking. All right. Up and coming players. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, Why don't you start? I have James White slash Damian Harris. What I mean by this is I'm looking at the pass-catching running backs as a whole for this team. I almost wanted to include this as part of the question mark, but um, I think this position group as a total will get more work even than last year. And one of the biggest reasons is what we just talked about. Gronk Gronk is gone. Gronk is dead. Long live Gronk. Unless he somehow unretires, which I can see happening. Which, with the way he looks right now, he's not unretiring. Oh, he looks like, uh, what did somebody say? He looks like pre-serum Captain America. Yes, he's just a scrawny little guy now. But, But as Tom Brady starts his inevitable decline for fantasy, relax, New England, um, as he declines for fantasy purposes, he's always been a dink and dunk maestro, or not always, but recent years, certainly. That's going to happen a lot more. The dump-offs are still going to be there. The shovel pass, ooh, he's going to break out that shovel pass. Um, not to rely too heavily on splits, but once again, splits with and without Gronk last year, there was a noticeable bump up in basically every category for James White. Damian Harris was drafted somewhat highly, though. I don't think James White is just going to get all the work like he did last year. No. I just said that. But I think that he and Damian Harris will be so much more involved in the passing game. And I think James White could honestly be looked at as the wide receiver two on the team this year. Behind Edelman. I really think that we saw them start to break him out a lot more as an actual wide receiver last year. I'm not scared of Dontrell Inman. I'm not scared of Philip Dorsett. So he had 87 receptions on 123 targets last year. Yeah, it's big. That's huge. You think that's going to continue? Not for him, but for that group, absolutely. Oh, for the between Between, the the two of them. Good use of betwixt. Betwixt James White and Damien Harris, I could see that number bumping up fairly significantly. Okay. Yeah. Up and comers. Who's yours? 
All right, my up and coming is Nikhil Harry. Kind of feels like a softball, but I Does don't care. Uh, obviously, uh, a lot of hype surrounding him in the rookie drafts. Uh-huh. Um, for a, for a while, was the number one overall pick. Um, that kind of switched, yeah. you know, recently with um, some of the other players, Jacobs, uh, if you're super flex, Kyler Murray. But I digress. Um, you do. But you yeah, do it well. I Thank you. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think Harry is obviously the up and coming. Uh, Edelman's getting old. Him and Brady are going to ride he off into the sunset. Fire together. last year, though, didn't he? Well, that's because of the PEDs. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly PEDs. Yes. yes. Um, you know, Nikhil Harry is just a physical specimen of a man. Uh, he's, he's got my own, my own. He is. Love the reference, by the way. Um, <laughs> Do it again. You know, he's going to be, he's going to replace Gronk as the red zone target. Big bodied, um, sure hands, runs good routes. You know, I think he's going to have a bigger impact than people think. Are you worried about the rookie transitions notoriously with Tom Brady? He's a finicky man. I mean, and, and their playbook is notoriously difficult to pick up. So um, I won't be personally drafting him in redraft this year. Mm-hmm. I'm an anti-rookie wide receiver yes. in redraft. We agree. <laughs> yes. Um, but for Dynasty, I love him. I think he's got a great future regardless of, you know, whenever Brady decides to retire finally. I think he'll be good no matter what because he's just that big physical receiver that can just high point the ball and, and bring it down. Fair. All right, then we'll finish out this segment here with question marks. Yeah, this is um, easy for me. I'll well, just get mine out of the way really okay. quick. Sony Michelle, why? I don't know what his knees are. What are your knees made of, man? Uh, well, it's just know. a cleanup. Yeah. Well, it's just a cleanup He's job. had these issues forever. Not forever. Recent. And True. they don't just go away. That's the issue. They cleanup don't. doesn't make it go away. True. I mean, it makes it more manageable, but it doesn't make it go away. How long until... It, keeps wearing down how long until mm-hmm. he keeps hearing that clicking come back i know they want to run the ball more because tom's old sorry to keep harping on that point but he's old um and, and he doesn't catch the ball so mm-hmm. what do you what i don't know what do i do with him but i think he can catch the ball can he yeah he only got 11 targets last year you know who let's play a game you know who got more targets than sony michelle last year on the Patriots? In general. Oh, sh- yeah, let's do the Patriots. Take a guess. <laughs> Take a guess. Uh, everyone? James Devlin. I say including Tom Brady, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he threw to himself more than he threw to Sony yes. Michelle. James Devlin, the fullback, got more receptions and more targets. All right. All right. You know who Quick else got in. more? Who? Alfred Morris. You know who else got more? Marshawn Lynch in six games. It's bad. It's bad. All right. Points taken. Sorry to just really just go down the thread with that one, but it's terrible. So anyways, he's questionable. Yes. And my question marks is the tight end group. Um, As you kind of said earlier with the regression, you know, Gronk's not there. Who's going to step up? They didn't draft anyone. You know, they had plenty of opportunity. It was a pretty deep tight end class this year. Could have had that Hawkinson. Yeah, Fant. They could have had Sternberg. I mean, they could have had any of them, really. So, I just, who's going to emerge? Who's going to take the reins? I mean, obviously, we're not expecting Gronk-like production, but is someone even going to be just a viable tight end in that group? Do you have a stay in the dark? I don't know. Ben Watson? Sure. <laughs> and once he comes out of his suspension? That's right. That's right. He is suspended for a few games, but... Yes. Sure. 
Only because he thought he was really retired. So. Sorry, you guys. I was yeah. on the beach. It's not my fault. Exactly. So. You want to pre- do, do our useless predictions here to wrap this thing up? Let's do it. All right. All right. So I'll, I'll take the lead here. Yes. So I've got the Patriots at 11 and 5. Again. Hmm. Seems like they're perpetually 11 and 5. Jets 9 and 7. Bill 7 and 9. Dolphins 3 and 13. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> I'm going to go Patriots 10 and 6. That's right. Mm-hmm. Predicting the beginning of the end. They're dipping all the way oh. down to 10 and 6. They'll still probably get into the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, Jets, hey, 9 and 7. Also Jets. I, I like the Jets this mm-hmm. year. Um, Bills, 7, 8. And wait for I it. Saw it. One. I saw if it. you've waited, if you've bared with me, there's your goddamn finish to that. The Titans and Bills will be the only tie that I have predicted nice. for this entire year. Nice. Uh, because when I think of those two teams, that's exactly what comes to mind. <laughs> is nothing. And Dolphins are basically tanking this year. 2 and 14 for them. Don't nice. even feel bad about it. All right. Yeah. Well, that wraps up the uh, AFC East for this episode. Next week, we've got the NFC West getting close to finishing up here soon. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, lots to talk about there. That'll be an exciting one and fun one to talk oh, about. Oh, you better believe it. Um, we were such good boys during this one that we got right. a reward. That's right. That we gave ourselves. Next that's week. right. So, um, as always, you know, give us a rate and review. iTunes, subscribe to us, download any you know podcast app software that you happen to use to listen to your podcast we appreciate it tell your friends tell your friends look them in the eye tell yeah, them how make, much make you love that this. eye contact because yeah, that's, right. that's the most important you've got to lock eyes that's right otherwise it just doesn't count <laughs> uh you can find us on twitter i'm at ff dusty dog i'm at at jake trowbridge and, and most importantly we are at Drinking Fantasy. Yes, yes. Slide into our DMs. We like it. It feels good. Be gentle. Uh, we will always respond. You can, If you have a question for us, you know, feel free to ask it. We'll respond right then and there. Otherwise, you know, if you want us to hold off to the show, we can respond on the show. Do you like anticipation? Do you like immediate gratification? That's yes, your call. It totally is. It's, it's your totally decision. up to you. So, anything else you want to add here? Nope. We're about to go play some volleyball, folks. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. We do stuff outside of the podcast all the goddamn time. That's right. And we're going to go crush some people. Like Here's hoping. Tom Cruise and that other guy from that Goose. movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was it's the Goose. worst way to end this. What we got to think of something? Uh, uh, drink a lot, people, and send us your drunk trades. Yes. As yes. Always. Keep sending those in. We love them. Right. And <laughs> until next time, keep drinking and talking fantasy football. Cheers, FFers. <laughs>